Hi guys, did you know if you're a VIP member you can now watch this episode in full on the VIP subscription? Just click the link in the episode description. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, so we want to tell you about another podcast that we think you will absolutely love. It's called Nip Tuck and basically it's a podcast where the hosts, Ashley and Lauren, empower their listeners to be positive women who don't give a fuck about being themselves. Sounds like a bit of us, Kate. I think we're going to do a pod collab with them soon. Oh, I love it. They're right up my street. Don't know about you, Soph, but they're definitely up mine. So here's a little teaser of one of their recent episodes all about heartbreak. Actually, thinking of it, I should have been on that episode. So today what we're doing is we're doing what we call a timeless episode so send this to your friends if they're going through heartbreak because that's what we're going to talk about today heartbreak now when we first started out this is actually what we used to do we used to have a theme each week each week but it's only so long you can do yeah and then it kind of kind of run out of themes yeah then it turned into a catch-up but you know we're three years on older wiser yeah but here we are today and we're talking about heartbreak right right so we have all been there we have i have been there many times many times and do you know what i think heartbreak can fall into different categories like sometimes you're not actually heartbroken yeah you're rejected yeah or you're you know and part of what we'll talk about today is working that out i think because sometimes you're not actually heartbroken but it gives you that heartbroken vibe so what is that what what to you is heart is heartbreak yeah have you ever been heartbroken no i have yeah i have we like i said we've literally all been there and we wanted to do this episode today because i feel like sometimes you need that pick me up when, you need you, that when you're going through this and the thing is you've got to be careful being a girl because some girls give you bad advice yes yes so you know draw back a bit sit down and listen to this because we've all been there where or we've seen it happen some girls aren't out for your best interest and yeah. they might say say to you you need closure yeah send him a text you yeah. need that closure this is unfair no yeah. you don't need the closure <laughs> stop sending the text firstly answer my question what is heartbreak to you can't eat okay like everything my body actually like shuts like vomits it out yeah can't eat can't sleep or want to sleep too much Mm um anxious um yeah just edgy on edge and do you think heartbreak is it do you think that heartbreak is always the same for everyone? Like, I think no. it's a, I think it's a very similar feeling though. It's that like checking your phone every five minutes. That's mm. that for me. It's the constantly picking your phone up and looking. Yeah, at on it. edge. On yeah. edge. Yeah. On edge. It's the checking every form of social In media the erratically, yeah. constantly looking and checking. No, I don't do that. I I switch off. I one hundred percent do that. Like check That's their Instagram. So toxic. Check, oh my god, yeah. Um, I think it's that 
where you literally feel sick Out and when you control. wake up yeah in the morning mm. and you wake up and you're Another fine day. yes <laughs> you're fine for a split second and then yeah another day of hell when has your worst heartbreak been was it with Thea's dad do you know what this is something that that I think everyone needs to assess so we'll kind of jump a little bit here but I think when you've split up with somebody or your situation's ended you need to assess right what am I feeling right now I think it's really important as a woman as a man to be able to assess your own feelings Mm -hmm. and know yourself like I know why I do what I do because I've learned myself over the years so first of all why are you feeling this way she so needs to like sit with yourself and that like, why do i feel like this is it mm. because i've lost a really good man here and i've done something wrong is it because i've been rejected so i've had two that really stick in my mind that were horrific right. one of them was when i split up with thea's dad yeah and she was only six weeks old it was the way that was done that would yeah and that was sheer heartbreak i have never felt pain like are you it. gonna say what happened um she was six weeks old and there was someone else yeah that's enough to be did said. you see it coming no it was like somebody just pulled the rug from under my I feet i feel like you got very gaslit in that situation i did i got very gaslit and it was i just had a baby it was horrific and i was married and he was at that moment in time my everything really was i saw this being forever i wouldn't have got married otherwise like on instagram she looked so we happy were. And, it was. Yeah. and then i was like Bang. i got a text off her and i was like oh my i loved that text that you sent yeah i think that's another thing if you're in a depends what situation you're in if you're in a situation where people need to be told which i did i sent a blanket text out to everyone like we're not together um it was a bit like a publicity. Please respect my privacy. But I time. like that though, like because you don't want people gossiping no, about this your and I'll tell heartbreak. you when I'm ready. And that was horrific. That was it, probably three months. Of, I moved in with my mum. Um, when I found out, I remember I put Thea's bed. She was like six. Was she maybe eight weeks old? I can't remember. And I found out through someone else. And it else. came out of nowhere. Bang! I got four missed calls off a friend, and I was like, "Fuck!" She keep ringing me for. And you didn't suspect that he was seeing someone else. No, I just had a baby. I was too focused on this baby. I mean, it wasn't great when we split up, when we, sorry, when we had the baby, it wasn't the partnership I expected, let's just say. So that wasn't ideal at the beginning. The it wasn't, it wasn't the, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't ideal, but I didn't see that coming. Right. Um, and it was literally, I remember sitting on the bathroom floor crying. My friend rang me, he was like, I need to tell you something. I found this out. And she then rang my mum. My mum then rang me and was like, where are you? And I was like, on the bathroom floor. And I was like, I'm what fine. What time was it? About eight. And I was like, I'm fine, leave me. And then I was sick. And then I smoked about 10 fags and was sick again. And then I sat on the bathroom floor. <laughs> oh, Lauren. And I remember rocking, right? And I was like, the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, my marriage is over. Like, I've just you had felt a baby. like you weren't in your body. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then at two in the morning, I rang my mum. I was like, you're going to have to come get me. So she came and got me, took me and the baby to her house. I lived there for about four months. <laughs> in your um, dressing In my gown. dressing gown. I didn't take my dressing gown off. I Luckily, you were on mat leave. I was on mat leave, yeah. But was that a good thing or was it a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know. And I would wake up in the morning and, oh, it was just horrific. It was horrific. And I was so, de- now, can I just caveat that? Thank fuck that happened because we were not compatible. No. Um, and I would not have had a great life now. But um, yeah, it was heartbreaking and it went on forever. But there was a mixture of like rejection in there. And there was a mixture of my whole life that was ahead of me had now gone. And mm. I was like, I hadn't planned And I think it's it. when you've been left for someone else, especially when you've just put your body through all yeah. that 
stuff, you probably fall off hormones. I hadn't still. planned for it to be that way. And First it was just baby. like, that's my husband. And I remember I kept saying, he's my husband. He's my husband. Because I thought that that meant something. Um, so that one was horrific in a way of actual pain. Like, wow, probably one of the worst times of my oh. entire life. Then my second one was a different type of pain. And that was somebody that was a narcissist, which we've spoken about before. Mm. I wasn't madly in love with him. I wasn't. Like looking back, you've got the ick of him. Yeah, I wasn't in love with him. I was in love with Thea's dad, without a doubt, yeah, without yeah, a yeah. doubt. I was not in love with this man. But he, from day one, manipulated me. He was a narcissist. You were always playing a game with he him. Was, he made me feel not good enough. Yeah. He would comment about how good looking his ex was. My confidence just slowly, over the six months, deteriorated. I started doing things that I would never have done because I thought that's what would impress him. I would hang around with people bleh, I would never <laughs> hang around with now like if I saw those people now and I wanted to be like them so what I did was lowered myself oh my goodness to be like these people because I thought that because he made cool. me feel one of them said something about she's posh now I don't know me and I <laughs> so you can imagine yes you can imagine what we're doing there so imagine what they're like and what I did was thought to myself I thought, must be less posh now. <laughs> must be less posh. Because I want to be cool. I did things that I, I, I beat myself up about. Like I what? Changed, um, benders. But, I went on benders and stuff. I'm oh not a bender no. girl. But he was into that. So I would like go out with him all night and stuff. And, and I just like, right, I know this is really fucking <laughs> weird. But I just remember he once... <laughs> Go on, Roz. We're driving along and he put the window down. He threw his sandwich wrapper out the window. That's fucking litter, litter bugs. Honestly. <laughs> litter bugs. And I remember. And the worst people And I remember they? being. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> but I couldn't say anything because then I'd be too posh. And I probably a week later, I was probably like, meh, chuck that out the window. Um, but I just started becoming. More you like started fly tipping. I started fly tipping. And my confidence just dropped and dropped and dropped. And I've mentioned it before. And if you do need more help on narcissists, because he was a narcissist, then have a little look at it. But it would be things like he would buy me jeans and then be like, I've bought you some jeans that to make your bum look bigger. <gasps> yeah, it was these. And then he'd say, you've got, you know, you look really good. You just need to go to the gym. Oh, and then it would be things like, oh, everyone fancied my ex. Everyone, God, everywhere we went, everyone was obsessed with it. And then once I remember his friend said I was good looking. I went such and such said I was good looking. So I was trying to get a thing out of him. I was desperate to get this. And I went, he went, I've only seen you once or something oh, really just, so it was just mean. <laughs> and then like I'd wear something and he'd be like, oh, you wear it. Like just, it was so mean. Oh my God. And he was in lockdown and, and I just, he was horrible. He was so mean to me. And my confidence just went lower. And he actually mm. ended up leaving me. He was a drug addict, actually, to be honest. So he went on benders and I made him feel bad about himself because I was on benders. In fact, when I went to get my boobs done, he was horrible to me. And I was recovering and I was in agony. And he went, oh, what are those dreads? Don't look at me. Don't let me see them. They're fucking hanging. I don't want to see that. We went to Mykonos on holiday. And he was horrible to me. Absolutely Why? What did he horrible. Do? I would get all dressed up, ready to go out, and he would just look me up and down and not say I look nice. Were you on your own with him then? Yeah, we would go to Ugh. places and he would stare at other. It was just, it was just really, really horrible to me. One day I got steaming and had to put myself to bed, and he went back out and just left me being sick. Just, he was horrible, and my confidence was so low. And when we actually ended, mm. he just ghosted me pretty much. And then goodbye. And then all of a sudden, my friend rang him and was like, "What's going on with Lauren? Like what?" And he said. Um, she's not my type mate I just don't fancy her 
Now, this friend of mine was a guy. They shouldn't repeat that and to you. He's a guy. They don't have the same. And he said, mm. no, he said to me, listen, Lauren, you need to move on from this. You're not his type. He doesn't fancy you. What this is not coming back. And I remember running into Sophie, um, my friend, and sobbing hysterically. And I kept going, it hurts. <laughs> because it hurt that bad. Really? And I can remember sobbing and being like, it's hurting me and that's how bad it was and that was a to- and i wasn't in love with him but that was a mind fuck mm. Re- absolute rejection pain no and way. then he carried it on for months afterwards this narcissistic behavior and i think i had a trauma bond i almost became addicted to the pain which again go on the narcissist episode if you want to know more about that so yeah i think when you are in a horrific position and you've broken up with someone you need to work out and really sit with yourself for a minute and be like why am i feeling what i'm feeling mm. Have I been rejected? Yeah. Because in that case, you can then deal with the rejection and deal with your mental side of the rejection. Am I just genuinely heartbroken? Have I been betrayed? Like, what is the reasons behind it so that you can then tackle them? Yes. Tell me, would you like to discuss your heartbreak? Um, (laughs) Like, I think that that is a good, like, point that you made of one bit of advice before I go into my heartbreak story is like when you break up with someone or you get broken up with say to your friends we've broken up and I don't want to hear anything about him now and if your friends go back to you and say I saw Dada in the car with an yeah no no, we don't want to hear it and honestly sending a text like what Lauren did that I thought whoever gave you that advice that was was it your mum that was my own advice was it she sent this text and it was like Hey, um, I just thought I'd let you know me and X have split up. Um, I'm just trying choice. to get through it at the minute, and please um, bear with me, and I'll talk to you when I'm ready yeah. to. Something like that. Because I, I knew it was going to start coming out. You don't want people. You know when someone's ringing you to get like the goss. A lot of people as well thrive off your misfortune and off like drama, mm. and you will be in the girls' group chat when you've archived yeah, all yeah. the pictures of, of you and Which Steve. Is normal, but yeah. But I, I just feel like let's start respecting ourselves enough to be able to, in a group of people, go please can we stop this conversation now yeah. because it's just low frequency chat and we don't need I think it at the beginning when you split up with somebody though you do obsess over it and i think you're allowed that time no i don't to, think you should lauren you have to process it like otherwise it's fake if you just go absolutely fine not speaking about it again no i think it's not it, going anywhere yeah but i think if i do that then i fake it till fake i make it, till it. I, and i get that but for me and it's worked so and it's worked <laughs> for me i have to like process wallow. what's going on i have to wallow Shut i have up. to wallow for a no, little bit no i can't wallow and process no i start going on dates straight away no see that wouldn't work for me because if i went on a date straight away i would wish i was with steve you know and if the date wasn't yeah. good it would then push me back to steve mm. i think you have to have a little bit of time however i do completely agree with when you're at that right point yeah shall we do like a Tell us your heartbreak story and then shall we do like a timeline of what we think Yeah, how your breakup should run. So if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, then search for Nip Tuck wherever you're listening to this podcast. What's that?
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.